What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And Mish. And it's always Doug. And welcome to Gaming and Chill, episode number 86. The one where we don't have audio problems, I hope. Maybe. And now we will, because you just jinxed it. Yeah. I have a a hardwood desk that I created, so... Nice. I have a... I have a wood filler desk that I got from Target. I have a terrible little wooden desk that's falling apart. Crash. <laughs> Crash. Boosh. <laughs> and Eric is lost. Uh, no, last week I accidentally edited wrong. And it, Doug, Doug's audio was just askew. <laughs> so. I mean, it sounds like Doug, so. Hey, yeah. yeah. Alright, today on the show, we'll be discussing what's been going on lately. The Disney Fox sale. Trading in Pokemon Go. And the Star Wars standalone films, and possibly, possibly, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. (laughs) Space Ghost. (laughs) Alright, but first, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle! Back to you guys. Alright, how you been guys been doing today? This week? Awful. Awful? Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> well, do you want to go first, Mish? What'd you do this week? Uh, so we had VBS at the beginning of the week, which is fine and everything. Um, there was a little bit of drama involved, but everything went, ended up going well. Um, I'm a youth director at a church, for those of you who don't know. So all of that responsibility falls on my shoulders, and when it doesn't go well, it's my fault. Um, but ultimately it went fine. Um, I was just, I had to be an hour away from my house every morning at like seven. So, um, that was Monday and Tuesdays this week. And then Tuesday I didn't get back home until like 11 at night. Wait, VBS and then this in the week, morning? Yeah. That's weird. Carry on. Uh, this week I have to take my youth to camp. So there will be no streaming this week, uh, the week of the 24th of June. Uh, until probably Friday or Saturday, and on Friday or Saturday, we'll probably hit up some more Destiny. Nice. If you're, yeah, if no you're... sleep. Yeah, no sleep for me this week at all. Say, and if then, you haven't uh, been accused for murder, right? Yeah, uh, I won't be accused. They'd have to find the body first. But um, I mean, in the middle of the woods, it's Remember, pretty easy to get rid of those. If you throw the body to pigs or wild boars, the bodies will never be found. Yeah, I also have to then get around pigs or wild boars. You you said you're taking your youth ca- youth kids to uh, camp, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. Calling them wild animals. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Wait, how old are these kids? Uh, so they they vary anywhere from middle to high school. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, there's there's some other issues that go on with some of the kids, and of course, natural sibling rivalries between two of them, and then some of them. This is the first time away from camp, and uh, or away from home, and some of them just don't want to go, but their parents are making them go. But it should be a good week, and if I return alive, then everything is fine. I'm noting a hard if. Well, I mean, you never know. Could happen. Could happen. Sounds good. Anything else happen this week? Work. Nope. I was going to say, nope. <laughs> All right. I guess nothing. <laughs> nothing could happen. Nothing good ever happens. Uh, what'd you do this week, Doug? I went to the eye doctor, finally. Oh? Yeah. Uh, you know, my eyes aren't awful. It's just my depth perception that sucks. Um, <laughs> interesting, funny story at the eye doctor. So, the uh, little receptionist dude was like, uh, just so you know, uh, Dr. Johnson is a woman. Okay. And I had that momentary thought to myself, what? And then, of course, I responded back, well, I mean, yeah, with the name like Eric, I expected either a woman or a werewolf. Boy, am I glad it's not the werewolf. Did the he started laughing. Okay. He started laughing. I'm like, I'm guessing that you have to tell people. He goes, it's been often enough. I have to tell you, but not often enough that I actually want to tell anybody. I'm like, yeah, that seems really stupid. That's weird. Like, what? What goes on that you're just like, what? Like, what happened in your life that you go to the eye doctor to a uh, doctor Erica Johnson? And then you get to the appointment, and the person's like, uh, Dr. Johnson's a woman, and you're just like, a woman! Like, what kind of evil has happened in your life? That's a great question. And one that involves women. (laughs) I mean, I would assume so. (laughs) Now, like, I know I probably mentioned this when I scheduled my checkup and physical from the doctor, but they always ask, uh, what's your religious preference? And, like, I get that. But, you know, as just a, st- a regular dude, that's just, like, that's just weird. Like, I assume that a doctor of any sort of religion is going to be the exact same as any other. Well, I can understand on a level, like, they may be like, hey, you know, for some reason, vaccinations are like, hey, I know some religions aren't super keen on vaccinations or blood drawing or whatever. So they can be like, oh, they're of this if you if they if you thought to mention that you're of this belief system, hmm, maybe we don't suggest this. Like, hey, well, or especially we with like a physical, because there's obvious things that go on during physicals that uh, your religion could have saying factors if they do or do not happen. That but is I think also that would be more of a ge- which gender doctor do you prefer? I think that would be a little bit clearer. Well, even even in def- definition of gender, there's still like. Uh, uh, just a stigma of certain religions aren't allowed to, like, mess around with other people's parts in that way. Oh, the Mormon underwear. <laughs> the Mormon underwear. You know, they, 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 they have to... You know what I'm talking about. I do! Mish, do you know what I'm talking about? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it, it's, it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm being legitimately serious. Like, there is... There's... Mormon underwear, and it's a, it's really interesting that it's like, alright, some dedication, cool, but I can understand, like, I can understand them saying, hey, what religion you prefer, like, I also it, it along the just... lines of, hey, 
do you mind if your doctor's a woman because you're getting a physical? And it's like, I don't mind. I, I can understand that, like, hey, are you comfortable? Because they could be some... Are you, Is it something you're willing and capable of talking to someone of the opposite gender of? Like, hey, if you've got an yep. issue, you mm-hmm. know? But here's also my thing. Like, I would rather... Being as, like... I just was like, do you prefer a male or female doctor? I'm like, uh, whatever's the, the quickest. Like, <laughs> I don't have any, like, cares. Like, uh, either I'm going to lie to you or I'm not going to lie to you. You're a doctor. Pretty much. It's like it's like when a dentist asks if you floss. I don't care if it's a female dentist or a male dentist asking me if I floss. I'm going to tell them yes. And they're going to go, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The, the copious amounts of blood pouring from your gums tells me... You might not have flossed as often as you said you might have. Well, I also don't floss with a metal pick. <laughs> right? Amen to that. Amen to that. Anything else this week, Doug? Uh, and then I bought, got my new glasses, and I had to pay for those. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Let me tell you, ins- insurance covered a lot. Not as much as I would have prayed for. <laughs> but I'm going to send the uh, receipt into my insurance company and see if they're going to reimburse me like they did Sam. Nice. So hopefully they're like, yeah, bro, we got you covered. And like, I just, I, I, I just like bucks. the fact that since I'm the youngest member of like the gaming and chill team, I can still be on my parents' insurance, which is wonderful. Um, and then also as the most el- most eligible bachelor of the gaming and chill team, uh, it's pretty nice as well. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So uh, insurance, well, I don't have to deal with it. Let me uh, impart some a nugget of wisdom. Go ahead and start like looking at your own dentists and stuff, because oh, wow, oh, yeah. that yeah. is insanely hard trying to figure out which dentist is on your plan. Well, I mean, like my parents, we've gone. I've gone to the same dentist for all twenty-two years I've been alive. So my parents live two hours north of here, and my dentist is an hour and a half. So nice. it's it's not that bad. I can make a whole day trip out of it. See my parents get some awesome. Chinese Thai food from Fast Walk up in Indianapolis. Please sponsor us because it's, it's great food. Because <laughs> uh, they totally listen. Yeah. <laughs> right next to the uh, Mexican place, right? Yeah, next to Ramiro's Cantina. Shameless plug. I feel plug. like Mexican Ramiro, like Ramiro's is more likely to sponsor us than anything. Yeah, they're a little bit closer, too. Uh, and they, they have one of my paintings there, which they did hang. Um, nice. <laughs> it's right next to the registers right now, but they did hang it. <laughs> nice. Uh, Classic. Anything else this week, Doug? Um, work and work. I got my bike today. Hey! I got that in. Nice. Nice. And all four GoPros, which is almost <laughs> excessive on some level. Can you ride your bike to work? Uh, theoretically, yes. What I... Would I want to? No, because I'm still fat. Oh, and you'd have to ride back at 11 at night, wouldn't you? Exactly. There's that, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm very positive I could ride there. Would I want to ride back is the question. Well, but here's and the I other would be thing. sweaty. You have Sam get off at the same time as you, and he has a van that you could put the bike in. I mean, that's intrinsically true, but then that Sam would be going out of his way. And if I'm going to do that... I would just rather do it on, like, a Saturday or a Sunday. And, well, you yeah. don't have to ride your bike every day to work. Yeah, plus, you know, I just want to start getting used to it, because, let me tell you, getting it from the back front of the driveway to the back of the driveway, I almost just, like, drove right to the side of the house. 
<laughs> nice. Because I need to lower the seat because the seat got like really jacked up because there's a little uh, thing where I can bungee on like a crate so that way I can carry stuff from the grocery store. And so like the seat is way high. So it's just like, good lord, who is on this? A giraffe? <laughs> nice. But yeah, so I got that, all the helmet and stuff like that. I got the little, you know, bell, the bring, bring, ding, 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 onk, onk. Did you get tassels? So, nah. Did you get your tassels? Uh, God, I thought about tassels. It's, you know, my, it's my favorite little, you know, Barbie pink bike. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> nice. Sometimes I don't like these images that you guys say. <laughs> Sometimes? <laughs> uh, it's getting more to most times, but yes. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. What? Oh, it's like the pacifier with Vin Diesel. He's on the little Barbie bike. Yeah, that's exactly what I pictured, but with Doug. Except <laughs> 300 so pounds of sweating, like, Doug. So now it's like a grizzly bear on a bike. Now it's like a fat Rasputin on a Barbie bike. <laughs> just callous. <laughs> callous? That's just gross. All right, uh, what did I do this week? Not a whole lot, to be honest. Went to a meeting. They played. Oh boy. They played Will Smith music before the meeting. Wow, that must have been a hip eight like nineties party, bro. It must. It, it, tell me if it was like in high school when you had those pep rallies for no reason whatsoever, but they're like, let's bring everyone in. Please tell me they all ran out of like the closet with like the Space Jam theme on. <laughs> Everybody get up! It's not so no, I was I was I had to uh, call in basically, so I got to sit at my desk and pay pay attention, hundred uh. percent pay attention. Um, but like beforehand, they were turning. It wasn't nineties, Will Smith. It was like eighties, like DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh my <laughs> lord, get jiggy with it! Yes, and then they played. The Men in Black theme. I was like, <laughs> I was "Well, they're they're not incorrect." I was like, "I mean, yes, it's Will Smith, but that's absolutely a movie soundtrack." Yeah, they, like I said, they aren't incorrect. Tell me, they at least played the Wild Wild West theme. No, because I think I think the line because she'll be out of that dress when she meets Jim West. Might be an HR violation. Yeah, that's definitely a little bit more than uh than I would have played it to work. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have. It, it really depends upon where you work. <laughs> I, well, out of everyone, I probably have the most self control. That is true. Yep. And of the four, like of the four of us from gaming and chill, I have the least probably. Well, you eat trash, Doug. That's true. Let me tell you, I had some vegetable lasagna with cocktail sauce yesterday. Ooh, fine. Now, cocktail sauce meaning what you normally dip shrimp in, or cocktail sauce meaning you literally just made a martini and used it as your sauce? Uh, I wish it was that second one, but it was like the shrimp sauce. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Other than that, Any, like, go ahead. Anything that can have a tomato can have cocktail sauce and tastes better. I can dig it. I can actually dig it. I'll have to compute that one real quick. Keep going. <laughs> uh, other than that, what did I do this week? Not a whole lot, to be honest. Uh, streamed. Played my game. Played Kingdom Hearts today. Hey. That was a good one. It's You know what? It's a lot better than I remember it being. Yeah, it was really helpful when work paused me as you were jumping across like the dock. Oh, wow. And then you just hung in the air on the dock for a long time. It's... Like, well... 
it's a lot, you know, in a sense, even though I died a couple, couple times, it's a lot easier than I remember it being. Probably because I have 13 years of gaming between then and the last time. Did you get the comment on the tennis balls? No, not at all. Yeah, so the tennis ball, I call those little green orbs that popped out of the things the tennis balls. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I always grab those. It makes that a helps. lot more sense when you have, like, Goofy or Pluto <laughs> chilling out around you. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, I was like, I, I, I'm actually really enjoying it. Like I said, I think it's I think it's actually easier now that I'm an adult. Cause I, like Most I said, things are. This is true. Because I remember it actually being really difficult, and I'm like, oh. This isn't so bad. Uh, See, I missed a lot of it because, like, I started watching you. You hadn't left the island yet. Fell asleep. Took like a four-hour nap. Nice. Woke back up, and you're in like uh, deep jungle, the, deep jungle or whatever. Yeah, it happens. I I fall asleep all the time. Like I'm like I'm gonna watch this YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> there, I noted I I watched this one playlist and I go to sleep. I fall asleep. I'm like, oh, okay. I watch it one day when I'm awake. I'm like, wow, I fall asleep within two minutes. <laughs> like, hey, I, I mean, that's cheaper than, like, Abilify Ambien. or yeah, Ambien. That's the one. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite things is, never like, you have to watch something specifically when you fall asleep as opposed to, like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. Like, I remember at one point trying to watch all the uh, Achievement Hunter Let's Play with Minecraft. However, whenever I tried to watch it when I wasn't trying to fall asleep, I'd be like, wow, I'm getting so tired. Nice. <laughs> I had that trigger with songs I used to listen to. That's uh, just like, oh, this song came on, and I'm passed out. <laughs> For me, that's The Walking Dead. I'm like, I am going to sit and watch The Walking Dead. So you've trained yourself to sleep through a zombie apocalypse. Yes. Uh, dude, you know the, uh, the final battle in Avatar of the uh the blue cat people film, the final battle oh, of all. No, yes, that one. <laughs> I have fallen asleep during that. On my, on surround sound in my dorm room. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, I'm just like uh, blinking really hard, and then I'm out. Let me one up you just one little bit. Okay. See, this is Doug's life. He has to one up you. I really do. That's I have fine. nothing else going for me in my life, though. It's perfect. uh, perfectly fine. I mean, you eat trash. Yeah. Uh, The Hobbit, the first Hobbit, in IMAX 3D, <laughs> I fell asleep in the theater. Fair enough. I, I'm a little bit proud of myself. I think I fell asleep for part of Rogue One in the theater. In defense, it was the beginning. Um, anyway, anything else for the week, gentlemen? No, not really. Mm, no. Okay. Alright, on to our first story. The Disney Fox sale. Yes. So Disney raises its bid for Fox to $71.3 billion. Just to make sure that's billion with a B as in boy, correct? Billion as in B for Bravo. Okay. And so that so, could, so if Disney gets it, that could mean uh, X-Men, Fantastic Four, and uh, other franchises come to Disney. Yep. And that could mean they introduce in the MCU. Yeah. Um, so, theoretically, 
Um, if it goes through, they'll own Deadpool, Fantastic Four. Oh Te- no! Technically, I believe they also will own Die Hard, the Aliens series, Predator, oh. and Avatar, Blue Cat People, Planet of the Apes, and then they'll own Kingsman. And the Home Alone, and oh boy, the Night at the Museum. Here's the thing: I think Fox will still stay a thing, but as a subsidiary of Disney. Like Disney's not going to put Die Hard. Oh no! On what their what I'm line. saying though is like that will be that the, they're buying a bunch of properties basically. Like uh, they also own X Men. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the other big one, there's another huge one that they'll own. Be, uh, be, beyond Fantastic Four, and all the good movies they've ever made, they'll also own Family Guy. Ooh, I don't think could Disney endorse that. Well, technically the... they'll own. Like I think they owned like Viacom. Disney owned at one point Viacom, I believe, and technically Viacom was like a subsidiary of this thing and this thing and this thing. So I think technically. Disney actually is the parent company for the Saw movies. Yeah, they do own Legendary, I think. But here's the thing. I think that's why they're going to stay with Fox. Like, Fox is going to still be a thing. We're still going to go to the movie theater and we're going to see 20th Century Fox or whatever. Oh, yeah. But it's just going to be like, they're going to cherry pick, okay, we're going to bring the X-Men over to the MCU. And not necessarily bringing them to the MCU, but... At this point in time, because we've all seen Avengers, oh yeah, we're gonna need to start adding new characters to the franchise. Oh yeah, um, something I find interesting that is gonna make them a lot of money because it's also gonna be adding in a bunch of new Hulu series. Because oh yeah, they'll get they'll get. I'm excited for this. I hope they do something good with it. But they'll get the X-Men. Because they get X-Men, they'll also get The Gifted. Uh, and they'll get uh, Legion. And then they'll eventually get the new one that's coming out soon. The one where they're in a, a asylum. Technically part oh. of the X-Men. Yeah. So they're going to get... The, the X-Men in and of themselves is a gold mine. Because in as much as the X-Men was a social commentary on the 90s, the HIV-AIDS epidemic, and... uh, Racism. I was like, racism and homosexuality. Very much so you can carry X-Men over into the current era. I think it'll still carry over that, hey, that's a social injustice, basically. Here's what I think would be the the proper way to introduce the X-Men to the MCU. And you can correct me or not. Okay. At the end of Avengers... Let's say they buy, take the sale right now. Okay. They can go ahead and film the ending sequence at the post credit scene with whoever's leading the Avengers. We don't know who's going to lead the Avengers. But at the end of Avengers, they're you know sitting at the Avengers Tower, wherever they're at. Okay. And you just hear this loud ruckus of like a jet landing on the roof. And they all run up to the roof. Down, down coming from the jet, from the uh, Blackbird, is Professor X and all the mutants. 
And Professor X goes, I think it's about time we acknowledge one another. And that's how they end it. And basically saying, we are not saying everything from the X-Men didn't happen, but we're saying we don't have to rehash those stories. I have a thought on that. I think it might be better is if during the battle with Thanos, like a large amount of radiation or something causes mutations. So you don't, you don't have like, you don't need Wolverine and Cyclops, but have some of the newer mutants come in. Like you've got some of the ones that no one really knows. You get to introduce new characters because at this point who else are you gonna have play wolverine oh yeah um so you can do both technically there's like a huge amount of radiation we're showing mutations in kids and you think okay that's their easter egg for the x-men end of the film you have professor x i think it's time we acknowledge one another i like it what are, what are your thoughts mish yeah so i'm just baffled by the amount of money spent um <laughs> Yeah. So I, I over the past few few minutes, uh, so Comcast offered to buy Fox first, and Disney beat out Comcast by six billion dollars. Um, it increased per per share like ten dollars for each. Um, so uh, I was looking up how much each country would cost um, to see how many countries they could have purchased with seven point or seventy one point three billion. Um, 71.3 billion starts at Sri Lanka. That's 68 billion. Uh, and then that Sri Lanka is ranked 74. And there's what, 200 or 165 countries, recognized countries, uh, in the world. So, so. Disney could have bought any one of almost 90 different countries, um, with <laughs> the same amount of money they bought Fox for. But here's a question. Who's to say they didn't? Well, that's also the, the case. Uh, for instance, they could have bought probably the last 30 countries all together. And no one would have noticed. What, yeah. what, what I'm saying is, like, with buying Fox, they're also getting a huge market share of American television and media. Mm -hmm. And and some would argue, and rightfully, that they get worldwide media. So, yeah, they didn't buy a country, but they absolutely bought the media rights mm -hmm. To all countries. Well, and like, not to mention, like, the news empires that they've purchased as well. Yep. I mean, there does... Okay. Is 21st Century Fox all the one who does Fox News? Or is that, like, a branch of Fox? I think it's a branch. Did they purchase 21st Century Fox, or did they purchase Fox? Uh, 21st Century Fox. So that's, that's what I'm like, well, they could actually legitimately own a news network. Oh, they absolutely do already, ABC. Right you are. Just think about how much media influence they now have. I, I just find that amazing. That someone can go, eh, oh, Comcast offered you $65 billion? Offer them $71.3 billion. And increase their shares from $28 per share to $38 per share. And go ahead and give them 10 extra bucks on each one. I'm sorry, yeah. what? That's an, an 
day. Someone sent okay. over. Someone faxed over some paperwork and was like, "Eh, here's this." So, 21st Century Fox subsidiaries is what I'm looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be 20th Century Fox. Surprise, surprise. Okay. Uh, Sky PLC, um, which is 39%. Uh, Endmole Shine Group, 50%. Fox Television Stations. Ooh. National Geographic Partners, 73%. Hulu, 30%. Star Ooh. TV, TrueX, Fox Digital Entertainment, Regency Enterprises, 20%, Fox Next, and Fox VFX Labs. Just to make sure, uh, billion has nine zeros. Like, it's 71 billion, which is nine zeros, correct? Yes. Okay. Thousands, millions, billions. Yeah. Why? Oh, I'm just calculating. If you were to spend a dollar every second, and then divide that by minutes, then divide <laughs> that again by hours. Wow, I mean that's a complicated math. That you'd I have to spend what thirty-three million? No, three hundred thirty-three thousand dollars an hour <laughs> to get up to that. That's insane. I, I I can't fathom that much money. Yeah, that's that's what I was just caught up on because, like I said, starting at like the seventy fifth poorest country, they could have purchased any one of those or multiples of those. They could if, have owned if, like Bosnia and Herzegovina and Papua New Guinea at the same time. Okay, you made Herzegovina up. Okay, is that a real country? Spend if you were to spend $100 a day, which I feel like for us would be, like, pretty impossible. No, nope, Because, like, nope. I can live on $100. Like, it's not impossible, but, like, all my needs would be met on $100 a day. No questions asked. Oh, yeah, no questions asked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. would have to spend, if you spend $100 a day, it would last you 720 million days. Let me just go <laughs> ahead and divide that by 365. Yeah, that would take you um to the n- end of the known universe at... A million years. <laughs> Give me one moment, guys. That's insane. Like, I, I, yeah, I could probably spend a hundred dollars a day. Just be like, I'm gonna. Oh go. yeah, no issue at all. Oh, spend a yeah. hundred dollars a day. Yeah, and oh, be like, yeah. I'm upgrading everything. Like, I'll, you know, I can buy a house. When will it be? You paid could for? buy a game and a half a day and spend that, <laughs> and still have money to put in the bank. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's see. All right. And I'm calculating at 72 billion because it was, what, 71.9? 71.3. Okay, let's just go with 71 then. My bad, guys. I was off by a billion. <laughs> it's so just... let's say you spend $1,000 a day. <laughs> You're still looking at $71 million. To buy every game and DLC on Steam... Uh, without discounts would be $92,000. <laughs> How many times could you buy that, the entire thing of Steam, with the Disney sale? Oh, too many times. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the math for that. You'd have need a scientific calculator. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's a lot of money. How do you, I, I would love for somebody to do that, like, I own every game on Steam, and all the DLCs, it's fine. But yeah, that includes every DLC and, like, every purchasable item. Now, like, consumables, probably not, but... Oh, consumables are near infinite. Yeah. 
Well, if you think about it, like, Train Simulator or something like that has, like, over a thousand DLCs. So, I mean, th- that's the bulk of your purchase right there. Well, and, like, think if you could just crash Steam immediately by buying, like, a million and five hundred of one consumable. Like, CSGO crates. <laughs> Can you just imagine, imagine the Steam crash. Imagine your receipt if you were to buy all the things on Steam. I wouldn't get as much as CVS. I mean, that's true, but I imagine there's some guy who's just looking over the Steam sales, and he's just like, doot, 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 oh, uh, mm, uh, guys, uh... I'm gonna need a new scroll wheel. I'm gonna need a manager. Um... Guys, I think we've made it. I... I, Do you buy Steam? How much is Steam, the company, worth? How much is Steam worth? I would like... like, I got bored of buying all the games on Steam. So so I just bought Steam. One at a time, so I just bought Steam. I would like. I would be one of those people who like find an indie game or game and be like, "I really like your game. I'll take a hundred Steam keys, please, and just give them away." You know. Oh, dang it! I can't use Forbes with my ad block. <laughs> no. Sounds like Forbes. Oh, ain't, sounds like Forbes ain't worth using then. Yeah. All right. Anything else about this? Or we are because we're gonna keep just, talking about this money. Uh, Steam just, is worth two to four billion. Oh, so yeah. you could buy that like. At least ten times. Absolutely. Well, sorry, Valve is worth two to four billion. Nice. Steam is probably less than that. That's true. I mean, so you could probably buy Valve and, uh, not Valve, but yeah, Steam and Origin. You could buy EA and then, you know, make them buy their own DLC. (laughs) (laughs) You want your jobs? I'll actually make you pay 50 cents a day for your job. Tell you what, you want your severance package? You gotta buy that from me. (laughs) Gotta buy it. In a loot crate <laughs> for money, you have a forty percent chance you'll get your uh, your severance, or you have a sixty percent chance that you get kneecaps, <laughs> or you get a seventy five percent of your stapler. Oh, no staples though. <laughs> yeah, same staples DLC coming in fall, and then you're like, guys, I've you go down to the atrium, you have all this employees there, and you're like, guys, you know what? Loot boxes are pretty terrible. So I've, I've made a change that I think you're all super excited for. Battle Royale! <laughs> <laughs> Last one surviving gets a severance package. It's like the, it's like the scene from Dark Knight. I've Guys, got AR-15s and katanas around the building. Good luck. I got that I purchased with most of your severance pay. So literally there is only one package left. Guys, I've got a couple openings in my gang. See? Uh, but you're going to have to have Tryouts. <laughs> you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> Watch as your severance disappears. Poof. No. Okay. I think we've beat this one to the ground. <laughs> Amen to that. Okay, next one. Pokemon Go. After hey! two years. I'm going to say almost two whole years. Yes. Just about, yeah. We finally get trading yes i am genuinely happy about this i'm happy but there's something that is a little bit amiss about it what's that and let let me go ahead and just like pour salt in my own cereal um is that a you phrase can't tr- it's a phrase now okay um if i were to trade you a pokemon that pokemon can never get traded again wait so i just can't so I can't say, oh, Derek, I'm going to help you with your Pokedex. So let me go ahead and train you this Articuno, 
the Zapdos. No. You, you can't trade Mythical trade... at all. You can, but it costs a lot of Stardust. Like a million Stardust. But, but why? As, as I understand, you may be correct, and I may have just read something. So, for the Friends bonuses, it says you can trade all Pokemon except Mythical. That doesn't change down the friend status. It doesn't say you can now trade Mythical. Hmm. Then that may be still... Like, that may be better, because, like, I was expecting, hey, you could trade back and forth. Like... One of the guys at work was like, hey, I need an Articuno, and I caught an Articuno. I'm like, yeah, I'll trade it to you, and when trading comes... But see, those aren't like the other Pokemon that you would, like, just standard trade, because you know where those pop up. Like, they're, okay, there's an Articuno gym over there, I can go I can go hammer it with some of my friends. But, like, the super rare ones that I, like, I haven't even filled out part of the first Pokedex that's come out. And yep. that would be what I'd be more interested in trading. Also, if Mythical and anything, like, super rare is worth trading... Then it's going to be a heck ton of Stardust. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's just one of those, like, I have, like, a Ninetales, and one of the other guys who's on our Discord server and works with us is like, yeah, I need a Ninetales. I'm like, but it's, like, a really good Ninetales. It's, like, 81% on its IV charts. I'm like, I kind of don't want to lose that, and it's not like you can trade it back. That's weird. Why would they do that? I can understand where they're coming from because otherwise you could be level one or level 10 nope nope i was gonna say say you you have to be level 10 to trade so you could be level 10 and just have a full complete pokedex um the other part is you have to be within 100 meters of the players yes um so i mean doug i sit next to you so (laughs) but you can still send gifts yeah which is kind of nice because like a few friends that all and Discord community members that they I can send them gifts and the here's the thing it's mainly built for the raiding and the community members because like let's say I go to Alaska and I catch a seal Pokemon I want to say a seal Pokemon not just like a baby seal um <laughs> that'd be weird. So I catch a seal. If I trade it to you down here, I come within 100 meters of you, trade it to you, you're going to get a lot more candy to evolve it. Because of the distance between when where they're caught. Fair. So, I mean, I haven't got to do a lot of trading because, like, right before trading went live, I just got rid of, like, all my duplicate Pokemon to mm-hmm. make candies. And Makes so I'm like, sense. uh, well, I feel a bit stupid now, and now I have nothing to trade to anybody. I would be interested to look at it and go, okay, how does it... I feel like that's really cheating. Cheating people? Because that's the whole joy of Pokemon is trading. And when you make it so it's like, oh, you can't trade it back. It, it, it is and it isn't. It's meant... It, it's kind of meant to be like, oh, hey, I, I traveled to... Let's say uh, Australia, where you can only catch Kangaskhan. It becomes intrinsically more valuable to have friends that travel. It, I want to. I want to preface. This well, that also I'm not brings like people game like paying to get a traded. Like it, it makes it easier to take advantage of the of the game itself. It it does, and uh, I'll loop back to that one because I, I, I thought about this a little bit. Theoretically, let's say I go to Australia. Intrinsically, 
you are benefited more for having me as a friend than I am for having you as a friend. Because, let's say you don't travel. You go to work, you go home, and that's your life. But I'm like, I go to Australia, where I can catch Kangaskhan. I go to France, where I can catch Mr. Mime, and da-da-da-da-da. I'm more intrinsically a, a better value friend to everybody else. Because I can trade them these region exclusives. And so it kind of makes it fair to have single trade Pokemon only. Because I can say, oh, I have a Kangaskhan. I want something that's equally as valuable. So cough up your 98%, you know, Tyranitar or whatever. It kind of balances out the scales, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I, then I guess I'm also glad then that it changes that you can't do it over long distance. You have to be within 100 meters of each well, other. Well, and let's, let's also be realistic. If I had a child who walked to school every day... I would have them get a Pokemon account and have them catch as many as they wanted to and do all of that. And then the po- child doesn't care. Like, the only people who really care about Pokemon are the 20 and pretty much 18 to 35 range right now. Because they, they were the ones who grew up with Pokemon. And so, I mean, we, we've all had those instances where there's that little kid that you are around every now and then, and he has his DS, and he has these awesome Pokemon, and you just slightly start to think of, you know, I think I could, I could probably trick him, him into trade. Yeah, so that's what Pokemon brings out of everyone, uh, especially with trading. Oh my god, like, we've become Team Rocket. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that's why I think the single trading does benefit, because it's just not going to be one single Pokemon just making its laps around the friend groups, it's going to actively say, hey, if you want to get better trades, you kind of need to get out of that. Tell us more, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Well said. I agree. Uh, But it kind of gets you out of that rut of, like, home and work. Because now it's like, tomorrow I'm on my 14 days in a row getting a Pokestop. I'm not letting that go. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, I'm lazy. If 11.45 to... rolls around. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Get in the car! I'm uh, going to uh, Arby's. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm uh, leaving you. <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> I can't admit that I play Pokemon. Oh, no. I, I straight up told my fiance. So she's like, why'd you get the bike? And I'm like, I want to play Pokemon Go. Are you, are you gonna have a little? Ma- are, you, are you gonna have a little mount that you can put your Pokemon Go Plus on? He already uh, has yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's gonna go on my uh, helmet, so that way I can feel it vibrate. Nice. And I'm gonna hey. have it on my phone on the handlebars. Nice. Real nice. <laughs> anything else? I about, thought about anything else uh, about Pokemon Go. Have you played it since you got the trading? Long enough to add up people's friends <laughs> and get those gifts. <laughs> yes. I think trading also is more beneficial if you have the Pokemon Go Plus, because you can hatch eggs, you can spin Pokestops automatically to get gifts, Yeah, and it's just, I think now is the perfect time to start playing Pokemon Go again, because we're starting to get back into nice weather, uh, a little bit hot on occasion, but nice, and you're getting a lot more community days. Like, there's one coming up early July. You might be at the fish fry. I might be. Uh, but communities where you can go catch special Pokemon with different moves, and 
like see a thousand different people. And now with trading, that becomes really interesting because those, like those said, those people who go to different continents and travel a lot, they're going to have the premium on you. So you're pretty much saying goodbye to all your strong Pokemon. So you have to really balance out playing to get strong Pokemon so that way you can have in battle gyms or having strong Pokemon to trade and complete your Pokedex. All right, so here's something that's going to turn the entire conversation. Instead of reading the full page before speaking, I just scrolled down to the next section because I thought it ended halfway through the page. Um, you'll also be able to participate in a special trade, which is for legendary Pokemon, shiny Pokemon, or Pokemon not currently in your Pokedex. You can only make one single special trade per day, um, and not per friend, once per day. Hmm. It'll reset at midnight, uh, just like catch and spin streaks. And they have a screenshot of one of the trades for Articuno versus Moltrix, and, or Moltres, and, uh, on the confirm button, right next to it, it shows the number amount of Stardust needed. Uh, to trade a Moltres for an Articuno, it would be a million uh, Stardust. So Disney could trade... No. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So you can do one special trade per day, but like, for instance, I don't have a... Um, let's see, is it Trico? The grass type from, from Ruby and Sapphire? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a Trico in my Pokedex, so just to get a Trico, I can only do that once per day. My question is, is it that you've seen it? I want to do some testing, because if you've seen it, does that reduce the cost? Because it technically is in your Pokedex, but not as caught. Makes sense. And that is the incentive. Um, so special tray, okay. Um, special trade, normally a million, uh, reduced to just 40,000 if the players are best friends. So definitely because, becoming best days? friends. That's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it, but it... And the upper limit on the distance is 100 kilometers. So that's roughly 98 miles? And the HP and CP of the Pokemon traded will be reset, resulting in random new IVs. See, that's what kind of bothers me. Yeah, I feel like that kind of screws people over. It's basically just, hey, I don't have one of these... Please give me one. Yeah, um, trading, I think, is more There's no value anymore. People. Yeah. Then battling is its own thing, and you're... Like, I'm getting more into battling, because, like I said, I get, went to the last community day, and it was really interesting watching all these people with, like, super strong, you know, B.A. Baracus Pokemon, and you're just like, my Pokemon are not nearly as cool. And so it's that kind of, like, that envy of, like, well, I'm trying to sit over here with my, you know, my, uh, Espeon that I thought was pretty fly at, like, 1,700 CP, but they're over here with, like, 3,000 Tyranitars, and it's like, well, I feel stupid now. So, I mean, I think that, like I said, now's the time to play Pokemon Go again. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. Alright, let's move on. Cool. Lucas Lucasfilm says multiple Star Wars standalone movies are still in development. I so Disney stated that multiple stars. Yeah, um, there was that rumor that they were going to be holding off because of how bad Solo did, but it's apparently I, not true. I think people 
wanted to hate Solo because they hated Last Jedi. So what they did was they cut off their nose to spite their face. They're like, ah, we want better Star Wars films. We didn't like Last Jedi. Let's not go see Solo. For anyone who... Go ahead. For anyone who hasn't seen Solo, there will be no spoilers because I haven't seen it either. So don't worry. He lives. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Han Solo survives. (laughs) It's not a spoiler. I just wanted to put that out there. um, So, I mean... I think it's one of those, they cut out the, people were trying to get new Star Wars films, and lately there's been a Twitter hashtag, remake The Last Jedi, it's like, aren't that stupid? Well, but someone pledged like 30 or 60 million to remake it, and I'm like, if you're pledging that much, give it to charity. Give it to me, I have student loans, you I am charity. My, My thought is, did you ever hear what George Lucas said about what he would do if he would have made the original trilogy the way he wanted? No, it would have had, it would have dived headfirst into the midichlorians, and it would have been dealing with the will the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been dealing with the will of the force. So imagine microscopic the bacteria controlling microscopic bacteria. Oh boy, that sounds like a real box office hit. And he was like, "But people talked me out of it." And he goes, "And we made a better movie for it." I love how people are like, this isn't my Star Wars. This isn't Star Wars. What is? The man who is willing to make a movie about microscopic bacteria inside of microscopic bacteria? Yes, he seems to be the most fit one to make a movie. I I, I don't know what you wanted from Star Wars films. Like, if you break it down, what is a Star Wars film? Is it lightsaber fights? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm watching my waveforms as my cat is meowing. My cat <laughs> is rather harmonious. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely an addition to the story. <laughs> but like, I could keep yelling at him, but then that I mean, just makes so, it worse. Star Wars, to me, is just basically another superhero movie. Okay. For let's me, not, it's... Let's, we'll be realistic about it. Like, it's people who have powers that not everyone in the universe can necessarily have, but some people do, and people use it for bad, or some people use it for good. To me, it's a space soap opera. It's, it's wizards in space with laser swords. I mean, that's what Star Wars is, boiled down. Ultimately, it's... It's a medieval, it's a knight movie. Like, the young peasant goes goes on, a, learns to be a knight, and learns, oh my gosh... The Dark Lord is actually my dad. I wondered why. Okay, it there's fit a spoiler. In. Hey, you know that's a spoiler that my dad knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's not. And I was spoiling that Darth Vader is uh, Luke's dad. <laughs> um, but it's like I like how you like got derailed by that. You're like. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's not a spoiler. That's pop culture now. Um, but people act like, oh my god, Rogue One is just terrible. It's not a Star Wars film. Name one reason why. It's because it doesn't have a Skywalker. You know, it's called Star Wars, not Skywalker. Y- you know, it's they want a Star Wars film, but they don't know what they want. The, it, it, the box office is just a weird place. 
you hear this like, oh, we're getting superhero fatigue. Guardians of the Galaxy, things like that. Like, Avengers comes out, and it's like, yeah, and it breaks every record known to mankind. Exactly. I don't think we're tired of it. We just like to complain about things that are popular. That is the funnest part. As I guarantee it. Listen, like, we mention we wanna... Fortnite every week <laughs> about how it's stupid. I guarantee as soon as people stop playing it, we're going to stop complaining about it. We're going to mm-hmm. start complaining about something else. Yeah. I mean, that's even including you, me, and the guy next door. Well, let's be real, though. Hollywood could literally put Jeff Goldblum in a chair staring at someone for two hours. Have you seen the 10-hour video of him going, uh, doing the little, like, uh, it, sound, it, it sounds weird, his, like, purring, the, that noise? No. The 10-hour ASMR video? No, maybe I need to. <laughs> It's so stupid, but it's, but it's so funny. Well, like like Misha was saying, like we're reaching a weird place in society where I remember when memes used to be like actual effort, and now they're just funny images that have been like liquefied and burned and stuff like that. It's like that's not funny. That's not good. It used to be like bad luck, Brian, a socially awkward penguin. You know, that sort of thing. But here's also the thing. Hating things is fun. Because you'll find an unlimited power community. I guarantee I can go to Reddit and post, like, something stupid about how I hate Fortnite on r slash gaming. I'm going to get so many upvotes. Because hating things is intrinsically fun. Because you get to make fun of it. it's it's the team mentality as well because Reddit did that experiment. Experiment. There was an orange team and the yellow team, and they just randomly assigned people to it. But you know what? You better believe the orange team hated the yellow team. And yeah. The yellow yep. team hated the orange team. There might have been orange and purple or something like that. But they just they just did it randomly, and it was a social experiment. And A hated B, and B hated hated A just because they were on different teams. It's it's sad though, like. With all of the Star Wars stuff, like, if from all reports that I've read, so many, some of the actresses in Star Wars end up deleting social media because of bullying. Yeah, uh, Kelly Marie Tran. And quit Daisy Instagram. Ridley. And Daisy, well, Daisy Ridley. Ridley's was for an entirely different reason. Like, the creepy reason. But still, still, it's kind of the same ideal. What's the harassment? Reason. Yeah. It's like they we the the cult the fan culture they want a Star Wars film but they don't want that Star Wars film. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they we we want a solo film we want a solo film but not that solo film. Just to be clear, not that solo film. And I didn't see what was wrong with it. They're like, oh, it's just a terrible film. Kathleen Kennedy ruined it. It's a terrible film. Social justice warrior. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> I didn't pick up on that somehow. Yeah. I, I didn't pick up on the, you're just doing this because it's cool. I thought it was a cool movie. I Here's here's the thing. In like a lot of things in life, you know, media says, oh, this is, you know, it sucks. Everyone I've talked to that's seen it is like, yeah, it's a great movie. Like, I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. It was but a- you look at the news, it's like, oh, Solo's the worst film. It's like, Okay. Well, even going back to Last Jedi with Mish, so we're not we're not getting we're not dancing around the edge of spoilers for Solo. 
I came out of there and I was like, there was some not so good parts. Space Leia being one. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun But it film. was a fun movie. It was a great film. The casino part was a little weak, but, you know, mm-hmm. so was the entire training monologue on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, that was not a great part of the Empire. It was like, wow, we had that cool part with the At-Ats and we got Han Solo, but we have the Muppet talking to us, huh? <laughs> Let me know when yeah. something interesting is happening. Like, Let's be honest. If we're going to be honest about it, let's be 100% honest. There are parts I mean, of the you, original... If you go by even, go by, I'll say, if you go back to 4... Everything before the cantina is pretty much, you could cut that out, and it'd be like, I mean, okay, yeah, I can totally see this. You could just have that little scrawl that says, Farm Boy Luke met up with Jedi Master Obi-Wan, who's going to go help him rescue the, you know, Princess Leia aboard the Death Star, and now they're at Moss Eisen Space, you know, cantina, and you're like, okay, I'm caught up, I don't need the 20 minutes of them be- like, you could obviously, uh, keep the Tantive Four scene. But, like, cut out everything from Tatooine. It's just like, we don't need R2-D2 and C-3PO landing on the planet. Getting sold. R2-D2 getting caught by the Jawas. Them getting lost. The Sand People. His parents, his uh, adopted parents dying. It's like, we don't necessarily need to see that. Yeah. So, it's like, okay. Why are we complaining about a movie that we all loved? Yeah, I'd agree with the training sequence. The only thing that went, like, good that came out of it is the bad lip-reading. Yeah. Yeah. There goes. <laughs> and think about it, like, there's just so much people going, like, oh, the, they'll defend the Ewoks, but God forbid you bring up a Gungan. They're space teddy bears. That's cool. And so are but, Gungans. And, but now we're back to the we love Porgs. That's like, they're literally the same as the Ewoks. Except more useless. Exactly. (laughs) The best thing to come out of the Porgs is the meme with the Shrek. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's just one of those, like, alright, like, I don't, I've seen a stupid meme, it was like, your favorite, your best Star Wars film ever, directed by you! And just, it was like a Mad Libs thing. And it was like, written by you, this is the best Star Wars film. And it was like, that kind of makes sense. Like, that's what people want. Oh, I didn't like this. They should have done this, or they should have done this. And everybody has their own idea. Which, that's awesome. You know what that's called? Why don't you go out and write a fanfic? Why don't you write a 12-chapter story of the last Jedi of who Rey is? You know Go what? I'm it. gonna write like a thirty chapter Cantabite section fanfic. Do you it. Can't stop me. <laughs> Do it. That that's the thing is like we've reduced the ability to write creatively for fan fiction down to it's made for teenage girls to write angsty supernatural, you know Self insert romance novels. Yeah, self insert self uh self fulfilling romance novels. It's like well, if you really think about it, like, when was the last time an adult was like, I'm going to write a fan fiction. About what? You uh, know? sir, I have a lot of Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender on my Google Drive. Doug, you eat trash. Um, but you know... <laughs> That's one of the chapter names, Doug, you eat trash. 
But you know what I'm saying? It's like we we almost put down like that idea of fan fiction. But remember, a lot of the legacy books were actually technically very much so fan fiction. They were terrible. Force-resistant ferrets, y'all. Force-resistant ferrets. That's just them in their natural stance, though. We all know ferrets are messed up, and I believe that that's probably the case. That lived in trees. Yep, that happens. So stormtroopers would carry around the trees to keep the force-sensitive ferrets around. It's like, and that was a published book. Because it was part of the legacy that they opened up the world and they let people write what they wanted to write for the series. And you know what? People loved it. Yeah, people got irritated when the the canon became like, oh, that's just the legacy no longer kind of exists. Sorry. Exactly. Like, some, there were some really good ones. Thrawn came out of there. Which uh, Thrawn had the ferrets, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like some really good things came out of Legacy. Some really not so great things were in Legacy as well. But that's it's like okay. America. It, it, you know what? Exactly. Star Wars. Let me let me let me see if I got this going on. Let's see if I can do it Sam approved. <clears throat> Star Wars is like America. There are some things that uh, we don't like. Yes, maybe we'll have to change, and we can hope that one day it will be great. Now, we also have to say that sometimes Star Wars is not great, and we've got a long way to go. Again, we can hope that it becomes better, becomes stronger, and it becomes what we all need. God bless America. God bless you all. Here's the thing. What if America becomes Star Wars through the Space Force? It's it's impossible, because that was a long time ago, far, far away. (laughs) Okay, that was a good transition from my terrible Obama impression. Um, That was Obama? (laughs) I thought that was The Rock. I thought you were just trying to impersonate Sam. (laughs) (laughs) That was my Obama impression, okay? It sounded kind of like The Rock when he was doing... Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? (laughs) It's The Brock. let's talk about Space Force for just a few minutes. Alright, Space Force goes to... Space Force goes coast to coast. Um... Number one, it's a new branch of the armed forces, which I'm excited about, which makes training to be an astronaut much more achievable. Can we agree that there was probably somewhere on a, like, a legal pad... Like, an idea full of Trump's, like, what are we going to call this? And I imagine there was written, like, Space Navy, Space Army, Space Marines, Space Marines, and he's like, ooh, I really like Space Marines. And, like, the 18-year-old intern is like, uh, no, I don't think we should name it Space Marines. Ultra Marines! How dare you? How dare you speak to the president that way? Uh, no, sir. Uh, Games Workshop has a game, uh, Warhammer 40k. Space Marines are kind of not the awesomest guys in the world. Actually, the spe- I kind of feel like the Ultramarines and Space Marines might be pretty close to what he wants. <laughs> yeah, Darn that's Zenos. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, please tell me this is an Onion article. That's what I thought when I heard it too. I'm like, 
Wait, Space Force? Wait, this isn't the Onion? <laughs> no! This is BBC. So what are your thoughts on Space Force, Mish? Uh, so I think we don't need it yet, but I do think it's a very, um, very, very decent idea for the upcoming 22nd and 23rd century. Uh, if we're planning to put people in space, then space needs to be defended from whatever, whoever. Mind you, the army also does, like, uh, humanitarian aid as well. Like, if there's a place where somewhere there's a horrible attack or a tsunami or whatever, the United States will, like, they will normally have someone deployed there to help. Whether it be the Coast Guard, the Marines... Um, anything like that, they would be there, even if it's not a war. Now, if it is a land that needs to be defended, then that also happens as well. You can also do a lot more inter, um, intercontinental protection from space as well, and it takes a lot less, um, fuel, it takes a lot less planning because you don't have to deal with gravity as much. And as you get lasers up there, you can destroy high-level ICBMs very easily before they even get anywhere close to someone. Someone. Intrinsically, I'm at all with you. But I think the problem is, is the president who's announcing it. Yeah. Like, it just sounds like a joke. Because, like, three weeks ago, Kim Kardashian was in the Oval Office talking about freeing a what, a prisoner or something like that? Then the next week we had North Korea talking to Trump, and it's like, I feel like we're just in a comedy routine. Yeah. When my first instinct is like, ah, this is the onion, and it turns out to be real, it it kind of leaves a sour taste. But I'm, I'm totally with you on the, like, we definitely need something up there, because, you know, like I said, we don't know what's up there, really, honestly. I, and I don't want to sound like the crazy one who's like, aliens, but go watch the uh, beginning intro of the original Destiny, and you'll see, like, a cosmonaut, a Russian, a, one of the Chinese astronauts, and an American astronaut carrying, like, machine guns on the on the moon and on Mars. It was great. Watch the opening intro for XCOM. There's a poignant quote of, there are two possibilities. We're either alone in the universe or we're not, and both are equally terrifying. Um, yeah. Or, well, like, not oh, even that. Like, asteroids. Like, if you have a space force and there's an asteroid coming towards Earth, they're the first line of defense. It's not even interpersonal conflict that they would necessarily be fighting for. It's, of course, interplanetary, but also just interstellar conflict. I, there's actually a better uh, example that I have. It's the opening for Valerian. Yeah. Where yeah. All, the nations come together and they're like, no. This will be a place where we have peace. Up here, we are all together. We are not this country and this country and this country. No, we're all contributing to one thing. Um, That being said, uh, if Space Force ever becomes an actual thing, you better believe I will attempt to sign up. Oh, I know. I'm I'm, I'm too fat and old for Space Force. Dude, I... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Space Force, get in fit, get in shape, but then guess what? You're in space. I think yeah. it'd rather be, I think it'd honestly be, be easier for me to become a millionaire just buying my way there as a civilian. But you also probably get the fly of Viper from Battlestar Galactica, so, I mean. 
Sir, who's going to establish the first Jabba the Hutt sail barges? Uh, it's going to be me. <laughs> it's going to be me. Yeah, that's going to be me. Gross. <laughs> I want to have a casino skip. What good is my life if I'm not establishing a hive of scum and villainy in space, sir? Uh, uh, all right. 40 years from now we'll be looking on this moment we could have stopped him we we and could was, have stopped him it was at this moment the rise of the first evil dictator rose to power on the moon and then destroyed the earth he could have been stopped <laughs> nice. if only Misha had given him that trash with mold on it <laughs> nice anything else gentlemen Join Space Force. Space Force. There will be more on the Space Force as soon as we know more, of course. Because I one hundred percent want to get a decal of Space Force. <laughs> yeah, I want. To, can we start a Patreon for the Space Force? Can or we, just, we like, could just make our own decals. No one. There's not anything out there yet. There could be millions of people who'd want to buy a Space Force sticker. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna tweet Trump. Be like, hey, can we start the first manufacturing for the Space Force logo? Uh, and we want to be the first supporters of Space Force. Shenanigans. I feel like tweeting the president is actually going to get me in, like, in, like, a very dark room with the Secret Service. Shenanigans. I see that you're friends with, uh, Sam. Is this true? Nope, never heard of him. I have no clue what you're talking about. Have you looked at my Facebook? I'm not friends with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Alright, gentlemen, anything else? Let's wrap this up. Yep. Space Force Ghost Ghost. Doug, mm, anything? No, have nothing. All right. All right, thank you, everybody, for joining us. It has been another wonderful week. And uh, we hope to see you next week. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time...